Worried about keeping up with your fave friends all summer? Or posting every perfectly pink sunset you see? Don't sweat the connect. You can have it made in the shade with four lines of unlimited data for $100 a month. Scroll the staycation pics, find your new go-to takeout spot, or catch some rays on video chat. Whatever you and the crew are into, all the data makes it all that much better. Smile. You're on Cricket. Cricket Core acquired on four lines. Data speed limited to three megabits per second. Cricket may slow data speeds when the network is busy. Additional fees, usage, and restrictions apply. It's Joe Benigno and Evan Roberts on the fan. Joe and Evan, Evan and Joe on WFAN Sports Radio. If you wanna be in the New York, no, gotta go with Joe and Evan. All right, 203 on a fan, and a very good Thursday afternoon to you. Beningo and Robertson, the afternoon, 877-337-6666 is the phone number. Hit till about 520 uh, or so today. We'll take you uh, back to Philadelphia as the Yankees will uh, wrap up their series with the Phillies at uh, Citizens Bank. Of course, the pregame show and the game starting around 6605 sometime in that area. Ernie Acosta is in Manhattan. We're live from the Town Fair Tire studio where nobody, nobody, and nobody on top of that beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Bro, I am not happy because the golf isn't on, I don't think, till 4 o'clock on ESPN. Am I correct? Am I right about that? So, yeah, you can watch it on ESPN+, Plus, which I thought I had an account for, and I've been having a trouble trying to find my password. I think I have ESPN+. Plus. Do you? Yeah, they're airing it. Because during the quarantine, like during that quarantine, I was watching a lot of old sports, and I had never logged in or tried to get ESPN+, Plus, but they had a lot of really good old material, including a lot of great documentaries. That's where I watched that. Remember that, that, that documentary about the 83 draft? I think I saw that on ESPN+. Plus. So I've been looking for an account, but no, it's not. They're not airing it until 4 o'clock this afternoon on regular TV. I, I do see right now, though, I'm looking at Tiger Live. Yes. Um, I don't know what this is now. I'm trying. Is this the regular ESPN I'm watching? They are yeah, showing they're showing Tiger highlights Live. of Tiger. Oh, that's what they are? Yeah. Is that, is that where he is now? Well, I know he was two under. I was coming back from playing golf. He's I had one on PGA radio. So he dropped the shot. since I Yeah, was, well, I what him. happened was he started off, he had two birdies in the first four holes, and he's right. playing the back right. nine first, which right. now I'm correct. very familiar with. Right. I learned that lesson a few yes. weeks ago. Yes, that does happen. Yes, correct. I know. Well, listen, I'm, become, I'm slowly becoming knowledgeable I'm telling about you, You'll be this. out there soon, man. <laughs> Pretty soon you'll be part of the uh, Saturday foursome, bro. We'll see. Sunday F- foursome. After he birdied two of the first four holes, he bogeyed, and then he parred four straight. So that's how he's one under par right now. Okay. All right. That's where he is where early is he going. And where is he now? On what hole is he on yeah. now? Uh, I think he's on the – He's still, honestly, on, his, he's still sure. on his front nine. He teed off at, what, 1130, I think, all the time? Yeah, I think so he's he still on the – just start in the back nine, something like that. Yeah, something like that. And right now the leader, which means nothing, I've learned yes. that, is Scotty Scheffler, who's four under through 14. Isn't there somebody else under four under? Uh, oh, Zach four? Johnson is four under Zach as well. Zach Johnson, right. Yes. Right. Day one of the PGA champ, the first major in a year, basically? Pretty it's crazy. Much. Since the uh, PGA last year. Crazy. Since the PGA last year, which, of course, was won by uh, – Oh, no, PGA was early. The last one last year was actually the Open Championship. That's right. The PGA actually was 
uh, at Beth Page was actually in May. I believe it was in May because they changed it around. Right, they so moved the, the last, calendar. The, the, the Open Championship, which was won by Shane Lowry, uh, you know, the British Open, now they call it the Open Championship, that's actually the last major we've had, and there is no Open Championship this year. There's only going to be three majors. Right, right, right. So, so first major in a yep. long time, but that's where Tiger is right now. He's about to start the front uh, the front nine. How, how are your guys doing right now? Have you monitored that? I got I, Kepka in my pool. I didn't make any. I didn't make any bets. I, I bet I just took Kepka in my uh, my weekly thing here. My, so far, my guys are exactly where I want them to be. Like for example, right, Abraham right. Answer, who I'm a huge right. fan of now. Right. Is two under through seven, which is very reasonable no, that's and pretty fine. Good. That's a good spot to be. Daniel Berger is two right. under through twelve again, nice. which is just fine. Yep. And I think a few of my other guys haven't started yet. So that that's what I've learned about golf. You actually don't want to jump out to a lead. You just kind of want to hang right. in there. You don't want to implode or anything like that. That's right. all you're looking for in the early going. You don't want to implode. You don't. You don't no. want to take yourself. Yeah, you, know, you can't win the tournament on the on the first day, but you could pretty much take yourself right out of the tournament. <laughs> yes, exactly. On the first day, I mean that, that definitely uh, that definitely is true. I'm watching Zach Johnson here now. What's Kepka? Because I don't have this thing in front of me. Do you have Kepka's number right? He teed off in I think the eleven o'clock hour somewhere. I think. Uh, I'm, I'm sure. looking at the leaderboard right now. He's two under through ten. Oh, okay, that's cool. Uh, he's right I'm in that range that. too. Two under Everybody. through ten for for Brooks right now is good. That's where you want to be, right in that range. You don't want to be four over, no. like uh, or five over, like some of the guys I'm looking at the list right now. A guy named Rich Beam is six over. I don't Rich know Beam. who he is. Yeah, he's been around a long time. Rich oh, Beam. has he? Yeah, uh-huh. I, he won. I, I think he won the PGA a, a bunch of years ago. Oh, like that a surprise lo- win. You know, that long shot. Max Homa's not off to a great start either. He's three over through eight. So that's how that you really don't want to be in the early. Yeah, going. no, yep. no. I'm looking at Jason Day. He's two under. So this isn't too bad. I mean, at least they're giving you like. Uh, highlights of it for a while to see what's going on. Yeah, but the coverage begins right around 4 o'clock. Four o'clock. Right. And like you said, because it's out in the West Coast, you get a little nighttime golf. You do. Which is good tonight because tonight is just the Yankees. You mentioned we're right. taking you up to the Yankee early game. They're going to wrap up their series. Well. Early Yankee game. Yeah, you know, so the Mets had an early game last night, too. Yep. Obviously, the Yankees had a doubleheader, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, I love these early games, oh, man, though. The game was over before 9 o'clock. Now, a lot had to bingo. do with the... The brilliance of, of all people, Rick Porcello. <laughs> right, right. I mean, we all we all saw that coming with oh, Rick yeah. Porcello. But also, you know, the, the Mets defense, the Mets probably, you know, they still left a million guys on base. I mean, it seemed like they had the leadoff guy on every inning. Well, they were also I, two for 11 with runners in scoring I mean, position. You know, it is amazing. The Mets lead, I, I believe this is what Gary said last night, they lead the National League in on-base percentage and they're last in the league in hitting with runners in scoring position. Yeah, and, and look. You I can't I, make it up. Kepka's three under now. I'm looking at him teeing off. To be Good. fair, I think things like that tend to even out. I, I don't think that Probably. those kinds of extremes Probably. are going to last the whole year, but it's certainly how the Mets have gotten off to a 5-8 and eight start based on stuff like that. I mean, you got to hit in the clutch. They didn't really hit in the clutch very much last night. But they were able to overcome it because Rick Rick Porcello was brilliant, and Seth Lugo made it look yep. very easy getting yep. the final six outs. But I think what I like about these early starts, it's not anything to do with starting the game necessarily early. It's the fact that a quarter to nine, you're done. Yeah, you know some of these baseball was. games go deep into the night, and last night it was perfect because it timed yeah. right into my Nets game in which, which they got destroyed by the they Boston Celtics. Like, oh, they played a good deal last night. I mean, they only gave <laughs> up. I think it was 149. They gave. Oh my god! <laughs> and yeah. Hey, Here's you know my... what? You you would have signed for that after that buck Oh, win. yeah. Yeah, you're, I would have taken, taken that. 
You know, well, they what they did against Milwaukee that was so brilliant is they protected the basketball. They didn't turn it over. They matched their turnover total right. about five minutes into the and, game. And the big guys all played last night, right? They yes. All played, right? Yes. The quote unquote big guys big. played last night. <laughs> the big three, as yes. it were. Right? Yes. The big three of Joe Harris, Karis Levert, and Jared yes. Allen. There you go. Now, with the Yankees, and there's a lot of stuff from these two games. Angel Hernandez is terrible. Yeah. We all know uh, that. Wow. I had a very difficult time, and I know seven I got to get games? used to it. I had seven yes. inning games. Yes, I had a very difficult time getting used to it because. By the way, look, Martin Clymer and Zach Johnson, or, or, or actually Martin Clymer and Zach Johnson, are tied from the lead right now. Oh, five, five under, under now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm I just looking that. at this right now, showing the uh, revamp leaderboard. Kepka's three under. Uh, let's see, where's your? Oh, look, Abraham Anson. There he is, That's bro. Sitting guy. at two under. That's my Daniel guy. Daniel Berger at two under. You're right. You're you're, you're all right. You get you're in a couple good spots here, bro. I'm in Not a decent bad. spot. Yeah. So, okay, was, so, but back to the Yankee game. So you had a hard time yeah. with the set with these seven inning games. Okay, so a couple of things, and and I, I know we don't. The first care thing about you can the, say is the Yankees probably win the first game. No if question. It's a nine inning game. No question. I, I mean, I, I don't think there's any doubt. I mean, even though they went down eleven three in that game <laughs> and had one of the worst innings I've ever seen the Yankees have. Oh, it was brutal. I mean, that one defend. I mean, the poor kid. What's his name? Nelson. He probably he had like three double play balls. Nick and Nelson. They didn't, they didn't convert any of them. It Nick Nelson, like, I don't care what the box right. score said. That poor kid got he, I felt bad for him. Oh, in the my sixth God. inning of that game. It was Terrible. just a very – and look, we're going to have Boone on later what I thought was funny, and I can't blame him for this because I understand it, the way this season is constructed. After that inning, he's taking guys out. Yeah. Remember, in yeah. that rally yeah. of the seventh, DJ's out of the game, which right. I, I get right. it. I'm not even ripping him for it. Takes no. Glaber out yeah, of the game. Sure. Or, yeah, Glaber out of the game. Right, right. We well, have another so game to play, too. They got another game to play. It's also, you know, you're eight and one. You, you you have a very long season or a very short season in a very short amount of time. So I understand that you got to be careful with guys. And then the guys he ends up putting in, Tyro Estrada, who's back at the alternate site, and Tyler Wade come through with base hits during that rally. But it was just the mentality of yep. it was very tough to get used to. And I don't know if I could ever prove this because I know the Philadelphia Phillies went through that weird part where they got shut down for a week. But Zach Wheeler, to me, in a nine-inning game, comes out and pitches the seventh inning. That's the way I looked at it. His pitch count was around 87, 88, mm -hmm. which is the same amount of pitches he threw in his first start. Now, you want to throw at me the same thing I just said about the Yankees, about the structure of the season, I guess, but it, it couldn't get out of my mind, Joe, that I think Joe Girardi managed differently because of the nature of a seven-inning game. Maybe. While Maybe right. there was no reason... For him to take Zach Wheeler out. And then the same thing in game two. There was no reason to take Aaron Nola out. Yeah. He gave no, the right. Yankees and did the Yankees a huge favor. Now, the Yankees took advantage of it because they're a really damn good baseball team. Right. But that was me. the first thing that just bothered me that I couldn't get out of my head that Girardi, who I normally love, I felt like he was managing the game differently because it was a seven-inning game. Maybe. Go win Maybe the game. Maybe it was. Maybe go it was. win the damn game. Let yeah. the starter go seven, even if it's a seven-inning game. But I did feel if it was a nine-inning game, the Yankees would have came back and won. Well, I'll give you uh, something else, Joe. If And this is my critique of him, all right? Because right. I know we spend a lot of time crushing Angel Hernandez. All I'm going to ask Angel Hernandez, who had a, just an abysmal game behind the plate, he was abysmal. On that check swing by Mike Ford with 3-1 count, down by four, two on, one out, all I'm asking from Angel Hernandez is ask yep. the yep. third base yep. umpire. Yep. 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 Don't make yourself the game like he always does. By saying up, he went around. Angel, you have no idea if he went around. First of all, you have no idea about the rules of baseball, and you have no idea of a it, ball it was, strike. When they showed the replay, it was very close. It was, it was close. Joe, 
That's why it I'm certainly not. Certainly could have been a strike. I don't. I don't. I don't dispute that. That he swung at it. To say that's that. why I'm not disputing right, right. the call. I'm right. disputing get some help. That's all I'm asking. Because mm-hmm. that was the thing that annoyed me about it. I think it was borderline. I agree with you. And look, if you're Mike Ford, don't swing at that pitch. I mean, let's be honest. If you're Mike Ford, don't swing at that. And then he's swinging another ball for it. Yeah, yeah. So a little bit of that is on Ford, but it just annoyed me. And of course, it gets exasperated because then he calls strike three on Ford, and then Phil Nevin loses his mind. God bless you, Phil Nevin. I love you, Phil. If you get fined, we should all help pay for it because we all think Angel Hernandez is terrible at his job. Everybody thinks it. Yeah. Well, he's so, bulletproof, though. You know that. I mean, he's got it. Angel Hernandez has a job for life, bro. <laughs> no, he does. I mean, I'm sorry. He, he just does. Well, you know, he, look, he already he sued the he sued MLB once already. I mean, he's 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 locked in. He's got he like may, tenure. He may you know have how, like a job teachers have life? tenure. Yes, that's what he has. Tenure. He has tenure. Well, then you know what? We're going to rip him all the time. Right, and he does well, a terrible job, and I thought overall he did a terrible job yesterday. Yep, and I yep. I'm not here to make any excuses for Jay Happ because Jay Happ wasn't good. He walked six no, guys in three innings. But I don't think Jay Happ was helped out by the fact that Angel Hernandez was nickel and diming him with that strike zone. Angel Hernandez was abysmal in this game. I think some of the balls he called could have been called strikes. And if you're Jay Happ, you're a veteran, you have to overcome it, totally get it. Not going to make any excuses for Jay Happ. But I noticed that. I'm sitting here watching a baseball game, and I see an umpire making terrible calls, which is exactly what he did. And it contributed to Jay Happ. And I think, you know, this shouldn't happen to Jay because he's a veteran, but it may have gotten to him. It may have gotten to him when all of a sudden he's walking Scott Kingery and then he's walking, I think it was uh, Phil Gosselin on four pitches. It may have gotten to him at that point. And so he was he was terrible to the point where obviously Aaron Boone had to get him after three innings and six walks. But I, I certainly don't think he was helped out by the fact that Angel Hernandez doesn't know the difference between a ball and a strike. Well, you know, look, we shouldn't be surprised. I mean, you know, he's, he's probably the worst umpire in baseball. Maybe the history. <laughs> Maybe they. He, he may. I mean, when when you break it down, I mean, there's a lot of been a lot of bad ones. He may be the worst. What what be. I did think was kind of cool because sometimes we don't know the answers about why managers did things. The Yankees rally in the seventh inning in which they did come up short. They end up right. losing game one. You know, it's funny when you, when when Judge hits the home run there. It's yep. almost like a rally killer. You know that because now you got to start it all over again. You what, know, which he, they he, did. He, he, no, they did, but it, right, but still, you still got to do it. You know what I mean? I always, no, you're right. I, I always, and I know that may sound crazy, but I always rather see the guy hit like a double off the wall to keep the chain going than hit the three run home run. Where now, okay, well now the slate is clean again. You know? What no, I, mean? I agree with you on that in general. I agree when I you're rallying by big deficit, right. the home run, right. unless it's tying or taking the lead, right. just right. give me the right. double up the alley. Right. But apparently, and Girardi admitted this after the two games. We didn't know this after the first game that because he had to go to Hector Neris to get that final out, and he threw one pitch, one pitch, and he got, I think it was Miguel Andujar to fly out the right field, that made him unavailable for the second game of the doubleheader. So late in this game, when it's the seventh inning, which is really the ninth inning, he's going to Tommy Hunter as opposed to his better reliever. So the Yankees rallying game one, even though they lose, even though they come up short, actually assisted them in what they did in game two, which was pull the game out in the seventh inning once they got Aaron Nola out of the game because Nola was brilliant yesterday. He was. No, he Well, look, I mean, you know, they got they got a pretty good pitching staff just with Nola and uh, Zach Wheeler. I, I hate to say it. I mean, it's very difficult looking at Zach Wheeler in a Philly uniform, I can tell you that. Yeah. Not he, easy to do. You know, it's, it's funny watching Zach Wheeler yesterday. 
he kind of reminded me of everything we saw from him as a Met. You know, you see kind of flashes of brilliance. Mm -hmm. You see him make a mistake. Brett Gardner, it's a two-run home run. And that finishing line of six innings, three runs, he probably should have pitched the seventh inning. Again, 87 pitches is not a lot. You want to tell me it's a weird year for the Phillies? They don't want guys to get hurt, I guess. But I thought it was very similar to everything we saw from him from the Mets. And he wasn't helped out by his defense early. Because Aaron Judge, I think it was in the first inning, grounds into what should have been a double play. And instead, it's booted. Uh, by the shortstop, Gene Segura, and that actually led to the Yankees' first run. So that first run, they shouldn't have scored. Zach Wheeler's defense just you know, kind of didn't back him up. But, yeah, I mean, they, they, they've got a pretty good top of the rotation. But as we learned, just get to the Phillies' bullpen. I think the Yankees clearly saw that over these yep. two games. Just get yep. there. Well, look, <clears throat> the Yankees, uh, I was kidding one of my guys when I was at the golf course today. The Yankees actually lost the game because they did win as well. So, uh, you know, 9-2. And they got another doubleheader coming up. What are they playing? Tampa Saturday. Saturday? Another, yep. one, another one of these seven-inning deals? Yeah. It's crazy. I'll see if I get used to it by then. It was it was weird, man. I mean, I... It is weird. I mean, it is. But that's, the, you know, every, everything is weird in this season. No, everything and I, is weird. And, and for 2020, Nothing I accept it. not weird. You're right. And for 2020, I accept it. I mean, for, look, the fact was they played that first game, the Yankees are the home team. You know, when the Yankees yes. are making that rally. And how about had... they did not wear the home pinstripes? Very disappointing. That? Very disappointing. Uh, yeah, well, I, I, I guess, you know what, I, I thought about it and I said, you know, if I'm the Yankees, I say, you know what, we're not playing in a home ballpark. We're not wearing the pinstripes. I'm gonna, I got to ask Aaron about that. Maybe there that's was probably, a reason that for That probably it. was what the deal was. They, you know, that that's they probably want, why. That they didn't want to because they didn't. Yeah. Well, they still played the Yankee intro music, though. Yeah. But I mean, I I, I, I could see where the mindset would be, you know. They even did the dun 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 dun. No, right. No. I, I I could no, but I could see where the Yankee mindset is. Look, we're not playing in Yankee Stadium. You know, it's not when they were like you know at Shea Stadium and that was their home for a couple of years. Right. Right. We're not playing in Yankee Stadium. We're not wearing the home pinstripes. I mean, I don't, we'll ask Boone. I, yeah. We'll ask him that. It was a little thing that bothered me. Yeah. I mean, maybe, the, maybe there's a good reason. So for you it. wanted to see the pinstripes? Yes. Okay. They're the home team. Give me All the right. pinstripes. Okay. All right. <laughs> But it was, man, I'll tell you, I don't know how Boone feels about it. Maybe he loves it because it's 14 innings instead of 18 innings with the pitching. But it was just like I had to get my mind around the sixth inning really being the eighth inning and the seventh inning really being the ninth inning. It was just, it was bizarre. And look, I give the Yankees a lot of credit. I think this is unheralded and we should give them a lot of love for this. In that second game, Jonathan Loisega does the formula, which I think is let him go one turn around which is the way Boone's handled him in his two starts. He lets him face a couple of guys twice. Like, he faced Hazley and Hoskins and Bryce twice. And then he gets him out of the game, and he was pretty good. You know, he gets you, I think it was seven outs. Gives up one run. That was it. The double to, uh, what was it, Andrew Knapp, I think, hit the double after Neil Walker did. And then he goes to the bullpen. Luis Avalon, Luis Avalon, Chad Green, Adam Adovino, Zach Britton, literally retired everybody they faced the rest of the game. So you talk about shutting guys down. Avalon gets three outs. Chad Green, who has been utterly brilliant. Chad Green, the start the year. That guy could close on like 20 out of 30 teams. Who are we kidding? Chad Green goes out and gets seven outs. He dominates. His slider looks ridiculous. Adam Adovino only got one out. Nothing about him. And then Zach Britton did a Mariano. And what I mean by a Mariano is... A friend of mine had to go. He texted me. He's like, I'm going to the bathroom because, you know, I have to go to the bathroom. It's a doubleheader. And the game was he com- over. He comes back. The game's over. Yeah. yeah, Britain's been good. Britain's been good. I guess he's Chapman, when he comes back, is going to be the closer. But uh, you know, Britain's been pretty good. Oh, he's been utterly good. It, it, it is amazing how in every facet how loaded the Yankees are. I mean, I, I you, know, you, uh, you know, maybe not the starting pitching. Maybe not that. 
So that would be that would be the one area I would say. Well, they're not really loaded in that. Here's spot. the question, and I don't think that's, it's too that, early. That's it. I don't see any any other place where you could say that. Completely agree to the point where earlier today, because every team's got to get down to twenty eight. The Yankees sent down Miguel Andujar. They sent well, him down. Well. And look, he was off to a tough start. I get it. I understand that. He was not getting playing time. I mean, you know, that that was a big part of it, too. Of course. That's the main part of it. Sure. So Clint Frazier, Miguel Andujar, and Nick Nelson are all at the alternate site. Let's face it. Andujar and Frazier could start for half the teams in baseball. Of course. (laughs) And Nick Nelson would be in somebody's rotation. Right. Right. So they they are incredibly deep, but... Look, you hit on it, and this is going to be, I think, the biggest Yankee story going into October, and that's the rotation, and that's who do you trust after the two guys at the top that you most definitely trust. I don't give a damn, Joe, what Tanaka does the rest of the regular season. No, those I are the guys. Him. It's Cole and Tanaka. You're right. right. That's it. That's it. And so that's After the- that, you know, Paxton, when it hasn't been good, but any of them, Paxton, Hap, you're 100% right. And that, that's where your concern lies, because Jay Happ hasn't pitched well. James Paxton hasn't pitched well. Jordan Montgomery's been impressive. Yeah. Need to see more from him. So that's really going to be the one, I think, deep question, unless there's you know a massive amount of injuries like last year and you knock on wood for that. That's going to be the big question for this team headed towards October because they're going to October. They're going to October because they're better than everybody else, and they're going to October because eight teams in each league are going to October. So when you take those two formulas, A, they're the most talented team in the American League, and B, half the league, more than it, is making the playoffs, then I don't think it's too early to say the Yankees are going to October. They're going to October. Oh, God. Come on. That's a, that's a mortal lock that the Yankees mortal are, lock. are in the play. You know, the only thing stopping the Yankees would be the virus if yeah. they stop the season. Uh, You're as right. Far, as far as them going to the playoffs, I mean, that's, that's a mortal. Uh, please, you couldn't get a bet on it. 100%. The football season is here, and you can track the latest news, odds, and information at betonline.net. And while stadiums won't be full, game action will be loaded. Which players will step up to lead their team? Is there still a home field advantage? Will offense or defense dominate these early weeks of the season? Follow along at betonline.net as the top teams in football begin their journey to Tampa. Available online or your mobile device. Check out the site today. Bring the game home at betonline.net.